Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thanks for being with me here today. I'm so grateful to have you here. I am so blessed to be able to do this show each week, to be together with you here on the radio, to talk about how you can thrive, to talk about all of the good things that are you, how you show up in the world and how you make such an amazing difference, just being, guess what, you, that's right. I'm so excited to be here with you today as we talk about you can do it. That's right, you can do it. I know sometimes our lives are filled with mostly our own voice telling us about all the ways that we can't do it. But the truth of the matter is, you can do it. You are not just capable. You are powerful. You're amazing. You are precious and you have something incredibly special to bring to this world. You can do it and you're going to. And today we're going to bring to you some amazing, incredible artists with great books that have a really wonderful way of helping you be able to see not just what they've done, but more importantly, what you can do just by simply being you, by maximizing while it's called today and being the best version of you that you can be right here, right now, today, because you can do it. You're going to do it. You will do it. And the world will be better because you showed up today to live, to thrive, to be a thriving entrepreneur, to be the person that you're meant to be in this world, to be the change, the difference maker, to be a thriving entrepreneur. I'm so excited to bring this message, this group of people, this show to you today so that you can know deep down in the soul of you, you can do it. Are you ready? Are you ready to acknowledge, to look yourself in the mirror and say, you can do it and to not just say it, but to really truly believe it, believe in yourself to live, to learn and to thrive. Let's jump right in to our first guest and see how we can learn how you can do it. Join me in welcoming Mac Atram. Hey, Mac, how are you doing today? Hey, Steve. Yeah, very good. Thank you for inviting me onto your show. Absolutely. Glad to have you here with us. Tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. Hey, thank you, um, Steve. Uh, for the past 17 years, Steve, I've been training and coaching small business owners around the world. In fact, uh, over 100,000 uh, people around in over 50 countries that I've traveled to, to help them to um, grow their small business, actually, to in order to live the lifestyle that they really desire. So that's what I've been doing. I'm an author of four best-selling books, all available on Amazon. And um, yeah, I just passionately love working with small business owners to uh, help them to live the lifestyle they really desire. Now, your emphasis, if I understand correctly, is on joint venturing with people to get your clients. Um, am I understanding that correctly? 
that's one of the um, that's one of the marketing strategies we've used. I've used for many many years now. Now, obviously, when it comes, yeah, you're right there, I'm Steve. When it comes to uh, marketing, when it comes to business growth, um, for the past ten years, although we do various forms of marketing, including social media and direct mail, we found joint venture marketing to work very effectively for us. And in fact, um, we've gener- just through joint ventures alone generated over $25 million by myself and my, my joint venture partners. So it's a great way for us to win new business and, and for business growth. And we teach our clients how to do the same as well. So it, it's in a very effective way. I believe, and, and a lot of people do also, in the power of collaboration. And I think, you know, the, the universe is infinite. I mean, it's, it's abundant. Um, and we really advocate advocate helping one another and uh, when I teach people how to really see what someone else needs see where the win-win opportunities are and see how you can win by helping someone else that people suddenly get it because I think we're living in an era now not just about competition but really how can I help you help me help our clients so when you approach a joint venture are you looking more at um, you know, something that you're going to give them and something they're going to give you or a service that you can add to them that will improve what they're doing or what's a really kind of perfect joint venture relationship for you? I think a very, a perfect joint venture that I look for is where the other party can win or your joint venture part, uh, partner can win and you can win. So for example, a lot of our clients are coaches, consultants, therapists, you know, uh, mostly small business owners. And what I teach them is that, and often they ask the question about how can I be, how can I get in front of more clients? How can I win more clients? How do I I generate more leads? And so here's a, a great scenario. Imagine that you find the right joint venture partner. They have all your ideal clients. They say, hey, Steve, come and speak to my clients, tell them what you do. And they love it so much, they decide actually they want to buy your products and services because it's right for them. And so that's a win, but can you reciprocate? And sometimes you can reciprocate and bring them in front of your clients. Alternatively, through the discussion of what the win could be for them, they may simply say, hey, you know, I have this book, can you tell your clients about it, or, um, you know, I'm running this event in six months time, when the time's right, can you help us promote it? And so if the client base is right, and they have your ideal clients, and you have similar clients that they want, the win-win could be sometimes not just monetary, but sometimes it could be just another element of your business that will help you to grow. Yeah. So... Um, you know, everybody wants more business. I mean, I think everybody wants more business, Mm. um, but finding the right partner versus just any old person to partner with is really important. Um, is there a good place to find them and how do you find them and how do you know who's a good partner for you? It's a, that's such a great question, Steve. The starting point I teach people is, okay, if you're going to find your there's six steps that I've taken through, but let me just um, make it uh, very simple. The first starting point is ask yourself, you've got to get 
very clear on who your ideal client is. And once you have that clarity, then you've got to say, okay, where are my ideal clients buying? Who are they buying from? Which companies, which individuals are they buying from? Which influencers are they following? So once I'm clear on that, the next step is now to approach them. So if you can approach them, not with the well, not with a view, I want to sell them something, or I with a view of I want to do a joint venture uh, joint venture partnership, but with a view of let me get to know this person a bit more. Let's have a conversation. Let's see what this company does that I may not be seeing on social media or Google. And once in that conversation, and I've got to know them and built rapport. At the second, another meeting or another discussion, I can then bring up the possibility of joint venture partnership. Now, the reason why it may be one or two or even sometimes three initial meetings is it's like a it's like a marriage. Before you get into a marriage, uh, for most, for some people, there will be a courting process, some kind of dating process to get to know each other, to get to like each other, to maybe to get to a place of trusting each other before you do any business together. So it, it, it is like a, a, a marriage courting process, Steve, if that makes any sense. Absolutely, it does. Um, so let's talk specifically about what your business does for people then. Do you kind of help? I mean, are you like basically a matchmaking service then or, or where do you no. yeah. best help out? Excellent, good. So uh, my company is called Mind Space Coaching and for the past, so that my company helps small business owners to grow their business using four of the pillars that we teach. One is uh, how to market, in other words, how to generate leads into your business. The other pillar is how to sell. In other words, when those leads, when those prospects come to you, how to sell, how to close, um, how to teach your, your, your team to close so you can make more money. And the third pillar is how to put a team together. Because if you want to grow your business substantially, there's only so much you can do. And at some point you need to bring in some assistance, some help, whether it's virtual assistants or whether it's flexible workers or full-time staff, it doesn't matter, but they all form part of your team. And the, th and the fourth pillar is designing and creating systems and processes that your team can follow in order for not so in order for the business not to be solely and entirely reliant on you because if everyone keeps asking you the business owner the questions on how to fix things and how to do things you really don't have a life you've just created another job so we teach our clients to really system start to systemize their business and so they can really um, get their team to do what they what they must do for the business to uh, to grow, that gives that business owner, that entrepreneur, now the freedom to, in some cases, they haven't had a break for for years or a vacation. That gives them the freedom to really spend more time with their family, with their children, with their um, doing the activities they also love, and that's what we talk about uh, when we say having the lifestyle that they desire. Now, can you get a person to the place where they're completely out of their business, or is that? not really where you're headed them towards oh no we, we that if that's what they want and that's what they want and it's a gradual process it's not an overnight process 
And so if they want to get to a place where, at the, you know, at the start of any coaching or training, if they said to us, look, in two years, in three years, in five years, I, I don't want to be in my business because I've got some other aspirations. I want to start a charity. I want to travel around the world for two years with my spouse. Then we will plan that in. We will then help them to exit their business. And, and the benefit of that is once you know that you are ready to exit your business, then as long as you put enough time in, one year, two years, and put the right systems in place and make the whole operation not reliant on you, in that moment, your business is become, has become more valuable, more valuable to the marketplace, and, and prospective buyers are going to pay more than if they have to buy the business and it relies on you. So yes, we certainly can help them do, we'd certainly help them do that as well, Steve. So with all the people you've worked with, and I know this is a very broad question, but um, what comes to mind as to one of the biggest mistakes that you see people making um, when they're trying to grow their business? Excellent, great question. One of the biggest I've found is this, there are people who want to grow their business, but they still have what I call a self-employed mentality. So if I can put, if I can picture two uh, types of business owners, one with a self-employed mentality, in other words, I have to do this, I have to do everything, the whole business relies on me. And the other one with the other type of um, mentality, which we call the business owner mentality, so the business owner mentality is I am going to hire the right talent. I'm going to um, put the right systems and automation in place. I'm going to systemize everything so that the business doesn't need me. That's a different mentality. And getting those business owners who want to grow, who want to grow their business substantially to have that mindset is very, it, it, it's, one, it's something we're very good at doing. But it takes time for that business owner to come to the notion that, hey, yes, I'm ready for that. Because often they have to trust themselves that it's okay to let go, that the team you bring on board, yes, they are going to make some mistakes. But as they make some mistakes, are you willing to coach them? Are you willing to retrain them? Are you willing to work with them until it's like riding a bike, Steve? You know, maybe they fall off the bike a few times. But after you've worked with them and reiterated what it is you're looking for and they start riding on their own like a child, then you know you've done your job well. So, yeah, the biggest challenge is getting them to think differently, um, not as a business operator where they're in their business all the time, but as a business owner where they rely on systems and a team to take their business forward and grow it with or without them. So for the listener that they've never done a joint venture um, and they've really never reached out beyond themselves and what they can do, um, where would be the places you would suggest them, you know, beginning to start the concept of meeting people that they might want to, as you called it, you know, court, date, you know, to even get into that realm? Excellent. Thank you. So where, where they would um, start off is just simply grab a piece of paper. And, and, and work and do the exercise as to who is my ideal client. And if you can really vision who your ideal client is, and uh, let's say, for example, um, someone's sitting there doing the exercise and they say, oh, my, the type of people who keep buying from us constantly is a woman 
She's 35 years of age. She has two children. She, um, she's been married for seven years. And um, she, she loves reading magazines like Cosmopolitan, um, you know, OK Magazine. She, she uh, loves vacation, vacations by the beaches. In her spare time, she plays golf. Now, if you can get to that level of description, then you can think, right, okay. So could I possibly, if the day, if that ideal client is speaking to holiday companies, tourism companies, if she's buying from them, if she's part of a golf association or golf club, can I start speaking with those, with the owners or the business managers of those golf clubs or those tourism companies and say, hey, you know, we, this is what we do. And we would love to do a presentation one day to your, 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 your people, you know, free of charge. And we want to help them in, we want to show them how they can improve in whatever you're selling uh, or want to give them this. Or can we um, put our leaflet and we're willing to pay for it. Well, can we put our leaflet in your monthly magazine? And sometimes they'll say, you know, if it's a joint venture, it'll be for free. But any business that comes from it, the joint venture partner can get a commission. But again, this is all through discussion. I, you know, I do a course on this where I teach the whole uh, premise of how to do joint ventures effectively. But Steve, that's, that would be the starting point, would be to really assess who they are, where they're buying from, and then go and speak to the those companies that they are buying from and propose a joint venture once you've built that rapport, that affinity with them. So some of this, you know, I mean, and for some people they're like, yeah, I've done that before. And other people, they're already a little confused as to what you're talking about and they're gonna need your help. So what would they do to be able to work with you? Hey, Steve, it's a great question. I've got a free training on this. Um, if they go to macatram.com forward slash JV, macatram.com forward slash JV, they can get my free training on how to do joint ventures. Um, so I talk them through, I give them lots of different examples. And, and if they really want to go deep into it, they can contact me furthermore. But all the information will be on my website, macatram.com. Well, Mac, I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for spending some time with us here on the show today. You're most welcome, Steve. Thank you for inviting me. A perfect, I think, step one, and that's understand that you can do it, but often all of us need help. We need somebody else in our corner that's going to help us do the things that we can do, but that are maximized when we have other people in our corner and we work with others to live and to thrive, to be the change that we can be in the world, to know that you can do it, and to live as a thriving entrepreneur. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. 
Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free, it's guaranteed, it's proven, we've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve, reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now, what are you waiting for? Grab a pen, here we go. All you gotta do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com, book a talk with Steve, it's proven, it's guaranteed, it's gonna happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur. As we talk today about the fact that you can do it and share with you some amazing, great, wonderful authors who have amazing books and live a life showing through their own lives and through what they do that you can do it. This next guest is no uh, stranger to helping other people do it. In fact, so much so that he wrote a book and his whole intention is to be able to tell the people you can do it. So without any further ado, let's jump into our next guest. Join me in welcoming Benny Pogue. Hey, Benny, how you doing today? Hold on. It's Benny Pugh. Okay. All right. Join me in welcoming Benny Pugh. Hey, Benny, how you doing today? How are you, Steve? I am good, thank you. Tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. Oh, wow. Tell you a little bit about me. Well, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm also um, uh, been a corporate professional for the last 30 years in, in music and simultaneously created a real estate business, um, as well as now I'm an author, um, done a lot of investments and been a part of some of the biggest artist careers in music. How I show up, I show up as if authentically myself. Love that. So um, the book is called On Impact. Tell us first a little bit about what inspired you for the book and what it's about. Well, I was in a near-death car accident um, back in 2014, where hit a tree at high speeds at about 90 miles an hour, sustained a level two concussion. That's when you black out between one and five minutes, L3, L4 vertebrae fracture, bulging disc in my back, lacerated liver, which led me to lose half my blood supply. And uh, we hit the tree so hard that the seatbelt severed um, two feet of my small intestine. And in that moment, God put a book inside me called On Impact. And Impact is an acronym that stands for Intuition, Mastery, Pivot, Authenticity, Connection, and Teamwork. And the book brings the reader from when I was 11 years old to modern day with an undercurrent of music. And at the end of each chapter, I put together a hit list of takeaways from the chapter itself on which the reader can now say pretty much, if Benny can do it, I can do it too. Love that. So tell me a little bit about the transition. You know, I mean, you've worked with some of the biggest names in music. Um, what transition? 
transitioned you from that to uh, spending more time teaching on leadership and those kind of things? So being in corporate um, leadership is paramount and important. Um, you know, I've worked at uh, seven different labels and, and probably what I'm most known for outside of the artists that I've, I've, I've brought to market and supported their careers are the executives that actually go without notice um, that I've brought up uh, in the music business, giving them opportunities that they never had before, um, showing them the ropes on, on how to pursue, proceed in the business, challenging them to be them, their best selves. And that has been um, pretty much what I've enjoyed in the music business of, of giving other people opportunities to grow. Now with this list of names, um, I'll name drop for you. We're talking okay. Jay-Z, Rihanna, Kanye, Travis Scott, uh, and many, many others that are, you know, I mean, people be like, oh, and him too. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you know, so we're not talking about, you know, you worked with some artist on something and uh, of others, you worked at MCA Records for quite a few years. Um, so what is the thing that is the difference between the young kid who wants to be a an artist and you know like a jay-z who's a really hard high-end business per professional well obviously no one can speak for for jay-z but um i didn't know jay-z when he broke into business you know i worked his radio hits with at, at, at the time that we spent together both with def jam and um rock nation but what i do see parallels for artists that are successful are the ones that are always committed um, to their craft. And that doesn't matter whether it was yesterday, today, or tomorrow. Um, the artists that crack through and break through, the ones that are, um, one, put together a strong team, two, have like an, a, an amazing, amazing talent and art, and three, that has the dedication and commitment to go when no one else believes that they believe in themselves. The technology is secondary. Mm, I love that. A lot of people, I think, chase the technology and forget about all the hard work and the hours, uh, you know, just practicing, drilling and rehearsing. Correct. Um, it's that side of the music business that nobody except for those that have been in it ever really understand is how hard those people actually do work. And there's no and there's truly, you know, there's no guarantee, but the people who really love their art. You know, it's not about money. It's not about glitz. It's not about glamour. They commit. And when they commit, they're comfortable with whatever the end product of their commitment is. And if, you know, if it's, if it's riches, then it's riches. If it's, I've created a business for myself and, and, and attracted some fans, then so be it. But I think the people who come into the art business and the music business, just looking for, you know, the, uh, the glamour end of it, they, they'll soon be disappointed that it's not as easy as they thought. You've worked with, and you mentioned before, a lot of industry leaders in the music industry um, and taught them some things. Can you give us, um, you know, just a little bit of overview? I mean, they have to get on impact to learn all of it, but just a tiny impact uh, overview on making an impact in people's lives as a leader. Absolutely. What's what's most important and which I touch upon in the book in multiple different ways is consistency. Um, when you when you measure success, you have to look at how consistent you are, one to yourself 
and two to others inside of the organizations. You know, the uh, the acronym that I put are kind of like the pillars on what has worked for me going through um, the process of uh, being in a corporation and on successful teams, integrity, mastery, learn, knowing when to pivot, authenticity, which is truth, um, connections, which is valuable, what you learn um, and how you now start to uh, house different relationships in your toolbox. And most importantly, teamwork, how well you work with others and how well others will work with you and that dedication and commitment that you have to the goal, product and also to the relationships. So since we gave them some very powerful dues, let's talk about one thing that you see people doing that um, you wish you could just start them at the beginning and have them never have done. Finding, an, finding an easier way um, and skipping the skipping the line. I think there is there are certain key um, uh, fundamental building blocks that are important in any business. Uh, and, and I think there are necessary steps um, for everyone. You know, um, if you miss A, B, and C, you know, D, E, and F become really challenging if you're starting at D, E, and F. And, and ideally, you know, the popularity game can move you fast in the music business. Um, the social end of it can move you fast in, in, in the music business. Garnering fast success in dollars um, you know, you hit it big the first time. So that means you've missed a lot of steps um, in understanding the business. So ideally it's, um, you know, the route for most businesses is actually just uh, being particular and understanding the foundation, the foundation blocks. Um, because you worked at Motown, I think you have the insight in this. Um, I apologize that this is something outside of your scope, but um, there are a, a certain group of artists that have been just major players for decades upon decades now. Um, if you could glean one piece of wisdom from them, what would be the secret to their success over, you know, 60 plus years for some of them? So when you think about Stevie Wonder, uh, Diana Ross, who just did a did a concert, I think in L.A. maybe like two weeks ago. Um, is dedication, repertoire, and hard work. I mean, that that is what um, transcends everything. And obviously, the best of the best are the ones who have careers. You know, they made great music, they gave you a great show, and you're still willing to pay for it. Um, and that's timeless. Mm, yeah, for sure. So for the brand new leader who's just emerging, um, give us one thing that they could do right now today that would really help them become a better leader right where they are right now? Meet your, people, meet your people where they're at. Um, sometimes just being a boss, you know, you you actually isolate yourself from the organization and the needs of what the people who are supporting you um, need from you. So always be fluid on, in managing down and managing up. So that'll help you move through the organization and understand the organization better um, if you have the fluidity to, to realize the surroundings and, and the environment of, of those who are working and supporting you. And as you said, your book is called On Impact, Life, Leadership, and Betting on Yourself. Uh, Benny, for the things that you know, what's next for you? Where uh, beyond the book, what could people do and learn from you? Uh, so the next iteration for me is I'm starting a conference 
which I'm launching in uh, January 2023 and um, in Charlotte, North Carolina, MLK Weekend. And what it is, is a great opportunity for young professionals, young artists, entrepreneurs, uh, people who are stagnant in their careers to get like the, uh, the live version of what the book is. So we'll be out two days of, of auditions. Um, then the third day we'll have uh, conferences um, uh, with, with uh, thought leaders from the marketplace from around the country. We'll have um, lawyers, entertainers, We'll have um, crypto people, we'll have panels that will deal with, you know, an array of different topics and conversations for people to learn how to move to the next level in their life. If you're an artist, you'll be able to now um, bring your talent and showcase it in front of real artists, industry professionals. If you're a business person, you'll see successful people who've created the business from scratch. If you're someone who's, you know, feeling like, you know, I don't know where I'm at in my relationship or spirituality, we'll have some people there as well that will speak to, you know, how you can move forward. And we're super excited about that. And at the grand finale at, um, on Sunday night, we'll be giving an artist um, $10,000 to take and invest in themselves, bet on themselves pretty much. Wow, that's awesome. That's amazing. So um, is there a place that people can find out about the conference already? Or is that still in the process of being made? Um, everything is confirmed. Uh, you can go to bennypew.com or it's, it's your time conference. Perfect. Um, and if somebody wanted to work with you as a leadership coach, can they find out about you there at that website as well? Absolutely. Um, I'm available, willing and able to help you get to the next step in your life. Oh, I love that. Well, before we get done here today, uh, leave us with some words of encouragement and some wisdom from all that you've learned. So for someone who literally five minutes had left their family, um, got into a car and hit a tree at, at high speeds, always remain, remember the value of time. That is the most important asset that you have. So don't use it um, unwisely. Make sure that you tell the people you love, you love them. Make sure you support the people who, who support you. Make sure you take the time out to reflect on your life. And most importantly, you know, be a great steward um, to helping others. Well, Benny, thanks so much for spending some time with us here on the show today. Thank you, Steve. What did you learn from what Benny shared that helps you be able to say to yourself, you can do it, not just say it, but to believe that so that you can then go out in the world and make the difference that you can make so that you can live as a thriving entrepreneur. Don't go away. We'll be right back. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet, kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve,
believe. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. All right, you can do it. You can bring other people along with you and have help from others. We've talked about all of those kind of things and we've really maximized that you can do it. So now let's talk about all of the ways, some of the ways at least, that you can do it and the things that you can use to be able to be the change that you're meant to be in this world. Are you ready for some suggestions on how to bring your creativity, your powerful you to the world? Let's jump right in. Join me in welcoming Joey Cofone. Hey, Joey, how are you doing today? Steve, how are you, man? I'm glad to be here. Oh, so glad to have you here with us. Tell me a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. Yeah, I love that. How I show up in the world, man. I show up sometimes I'm wearing pants, sometimes I'm not. But in terms of my professional situation, I will say my name is Joey Cofone. I'm an entrepreneur and an author. I founded Baron Fig, company that makes tools help you do your best thinking. And I wrote The Laws of Creativity, a book that teaches you how to master your ideas. And I think that's what we're here for today. Under the hood, I'm a designer and I've designed over 100 uh, I designed and art directed over a hundred products from zero to launch, which you could say gives me the credibility to write this book. And in a nutshell, my work essentially helps people bring their ideas uh, into reality. Okay, so let's start off with the person who's highly creative and because those of us that are, um, is totally unfocused. How do we channel our creativity and it's something that's powerful and you know really does make an impact on the world yeah that's a good question you know there's there's such a dichotomy right between you know we think of people left brain right brain we don't usually think of them as uh both brained but in terms of being less organized there's a whole part of the book that's dedicated to how you can be the best creator possible and in terms of the person you're talking about right now there's um, a law called the law of order, and it says greatness requires great effort. No one can actualize your potential but you, and it's all about developing discipline. And I go through a few principles in the book, and which essentially kind of helps those less disciplined people um, figure out how to bring that into their life. And then, you know, before I dig too deep, there's the law of chaos for people who are on the other side of the spectrum who are really disciplined, really by the book, follow their calendar. And that essentially is about adaptability and learning how to play. And so whether, you know, whether you're a reader that feels creative or whether you're a reader that wants to be creative and how you operate in the world, there are laws that can address both of those. All right. So let's go to the other person, the one who has to this moment at least, 
defined themselves as being completely uncreative, um, yeah. how can they discover, you know, that creativity that really does exist in all of us? Yeah. So this is this is really this is really key. Um, I'm going to build upon this, but to begin, it was a really important discovery. Uh, that I made while writing the book. And that was the discovery of a study that NASA did that found out that 98% of kids are at the creative genius level at age five. Steve, can you guess how many adults keep that? I'm going to go the opposite end of the spectrum and say 2%. <laughs> nailed it. Dude, nailed it. Yes, exactly. From 98 to 2%. And so there's a lot of things that contribute to that. But one of them is this... Uh, idea of discipline or responsibility. Kids have no responsibility, so they're anchored in the moment. But as adults, we, of course, have responsibilities. And what that's essentially saying is, what are we responsible for? And those things exist in the future. I'm responsible for the health of my child. I'm responsible for the happiness of my family. And so in terms of taking a disciplined person, the law of chaos is about adaptability and teaching you how to play. And essentially, what play is, is really bringing yourself back in the moment by being curious and doing things that don't matter. And when you do that, when you stop looking forward and start looking down, creativity blossoms. Mm, I love that. So, you know, as adults, we get sto so stuck in the stress of tomorrow that we forget to enjoy today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's cool is even in the word, um, you know, play while adults never say they I'm going to go play for a little bit. We do say, I'm going to go play the piano and I'm going to go play uh, the trumpet like I do. And what's really neat about that is that if you think about that, when you play a, a, an instrument, you can only play because it's tied to the moment, because once you stop, the music stops. And so there's this errant, inherent conversation between the now and the later that's really interesting in terms of how creative you can be. So now you said you had uh, 39, did you say, principles that you bring out in the book? Yeah, 39 laws. All right. Um, so a person has to get the book in order to get all of them, but let's just pick one. Uh, you know, kind of like I said, here's all your kids, pick one of them. Um, <laughs> what is the one that just pops to your mind today that's kind of your favorite? The, my favorite, is, since I'm the author, I get to put that one up front. And my favorite really is number one, which is the law of expression. And it's essentially, it tells you to embrace the parts of you that others call weird and don't hide what makes you different. And essentially what I'm, what I do in part one, which is about mindset before you get to part two, which is about process, you first have to think creatively before you can really act creatively. And this is the cornerstone of, of that is recognizing that the word weird or being weird has been weaponized. And I'm not even being hyperbolic. Just think about and when you're in high school and you say, Hey, that's the weird kid. Or you're at the office and you go, oh, that's the weird one over there. You know, we don't talk to them or whatever it is that we say. What we've done accidentally as a society, as a culture, is we have taken people who are different and made that a negative. And then what happens is we're actually saying, if you flip that around, well, what's positive? Is being like everybody else positive? Not, I mean, not really. But yet, for some reason, that's how we operate. And so for me, you know, a, a really clear way of expressing that 
mathematically and practically, because I, I want to bring everything down in this book to practical application. Say you have three things that you really like, your favorite book, favorite TV show, and a favorite movie, let's say. And you just take 1,000 options for each. Already, there's a billion per permutations. You're one in eight people. And if you add a fourth one, now there's a trillion. You are There's 128 times more than the population of Earth, essentially. So what I'm trying to say is, when you take the stuff that makes you and you let it show, which is what we sometimes traditionally call, you know, your weirdness, and you put it into what you create, your creations become exceptionally unique. Mm, I love that. Okay, so I want your next book, you know, because I help people write books all the time. So I want your next book to be the engineer's guide to not being analytical. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm going to put that on my list. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is that whole concept because, you know, there's some of us that we just were naturally creative kind of people, you know, and we, we end up in a creative field. And then there's people who, um, you know, are naturally more analytical and they end up, you know, as engineers or accountants or things like that. And they think it's cool to spend all day with, you know, spreadsheets and stuff like that. Um, you know, how do we help the person who, you know, play has become that negative thing to them and their brain doesn't really go that way to begin to start the process of that with their brain. Yeah, I think first we just have to take a look at what creativity is, not what uh, these creative gurus are traditionally telling us, which is that it's uh, colorful and silly and only like children stuff uh, or that it applies only to professional creators such as uh, you know designers and writers, it's it's totally false. Creativity creativity is in its purest form the practice of ideas. That's it. And when you take your ideas and you use them, it's self-expression. It's that simple. Because every day, the average person has like six thousand thoughts. Whether you want to or not, you're having them. So with a few tweaks, why not shift your mindset to automatically take advantage of those thoughts even more and put them to good use. Um, and so when you understand what creativity is, and that's, again, part one really helps you get that mindset right. When you put these thoughts in a row, all of the following just develops naturally. So to the person who's like, hey, I'm Joey, I'm not creative. I would sit down and say, well, what do you really think creative is? Because I have a feeling you're a lot more creative than you think you are. I love that approach because... There's just such a freedom in it. You know, I love the way you're doing that. That's really cool. So what happens to us when we don't? You know, there are some people that are going to now dig their heels in and say, no, I have to get this thing done. What happens if we don't take time out to, as you call it, play? You know, I think, well, what happens when you don't is the opposite of what happens when you do. So for people who do take advantage of creativity, kids are twice as likely to graduate college. Adults are three times as happier and they make over 10% more money than adults who don't. And organizations make, uh, I think it's double the revenue growth and their productivity is almost twice as much from their employees. So if you don't want to do it, number one, that's fine. I'm not forcing you. I think it's a bad idea. That's like saying, I don't want to take care of my, you know, I don't want to take care of my body or I don't want to take care of my mind in terms of my mental health. There's all sorts of you know, approaches you could deny, uh, and that's your prerogative. But 
this is what you're missing out on. You're missing out on essentially, um, you know, more happiness, more money, and more ability to express yourself in ways that leave you more fulfilled. Mm. So tell me a little bit about your company, about Baron Fig. What what specifically do they do and what kind of people do you work with? Yeah, so I'm a, like I said, I'm a designer by trade. And in 2013, I noticed that uh, at design school, um, fellow students were using a laptop and a notebook. The laptops were all MacBooks. The notebooks were different. So we went and we started a notebook company of all things. And uh, people bought them in droves and continue to do so. And so for me, a notebook is the heart of ideation is a blank page. And so that's what we sell is basically tools to help you ideate. So then there's the notebooks and the pens and the cases and so on and so forth. It's really just a lot of analog tools, kind of like what you got really excited for as a kid. We make the adult versions of those things so that you can get excited and continue to do it, uh, even though you're not a kid anymore. Mm, I love that so much. So for somebody who wants to begin the process of play, but they need your help, how can you help them? Well, I mean, in my exceptionally biased suggestion here is to go and get the laws of creativity uh, and, you know, start reading it. But in all seriousness, if you do want to start right now, the moment we stop listening, you stop listening, then I would suggest think about something that you did as a kid before you grew up, such as coloring or Legos or even playing with toys. That's fine. And set aside 10 minutes every day and do that. And there's no agenda. And what that's going to do is it's going to start to teach you to do things without expecting any results. You're just doing it for the moment. And you're you're going to start building a muscle that allow you to switch between the now and the later. And when you can plug into the now on demand, that's when you can apply that to other things you're working on and get some really wonderful results. Mm, I love that so much. The book... The Laws of Creativity, Unlock Your Originality, and Awaken Your Creative Genius. Uh, Joey, that's so cool. I love it. Um, before you. we go, of course, obviously, they can get it on Amazon and all the places you get books, and I hope people will get it. Leave us with a word of encouragement before we go. A word of encouragement is you're more creative than you think, and you're more unique than you think. Really, it's just about letting it show. You already have everything you need. Love that. Well, Joey, thanks so much for spending some time with us here on the show today. Steve, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. How are you going to bring your creativity to life? How are you going to shine and be you? How are you going to not just look yourself in the mirror and say you can do it, but then turn around and actually do it? What are the things that you can do? You have something that's incredibly, uniquely, amazingly you. Do you know that you can do it? Do you believe it? Have we shared some things with you today that will help you spark that creatively wonderful part of you and help you be able to develop that, to bring that out into the world, or to go to somebody like Joey and say, help, I need help, I'm very creative, but I need somebody to help me bring all these things out into the world and to develop them and make the difference that only I can make. I hope that you're beginning to see that. We are going to take one more quick commercial break and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. (laughs) 
If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so glad that we get to be able to spend this time each week talking about how you can thrive. I know a lot of times in our lives it feels like, eh, am I really thriving? Uh, you know, I know we talk all about this thriving entrepreneur thing, but really some days I don't feel like I'm thriving. You know, that's okay. There are times when we're a little down on ourselves and we may be feeling a little lower than we should, but I want you to know that in everything, in all of it, in every situation, as the uh, commercial break music says, you are more than enough. You are absolutely 100% perfectly perfect, just who you are right here, right now, while it's called today. You can do it. I know you can. I believe in you. Even in the times when you can't see how amazing you are, I see you. I see the things that you do. I see that stuff that you do so powerfully. And yet, like all of us, you've completely discounted it and you don't see it. After all, everybody knows how to do dishes. Everybody knows how to take care of kids. Everybody knows how to change diapers, do laundry, whatever that thing is. And maybe it's huge. Everybody knows how to do brain surgery because maybe that's really easy for you. And you stop thinking and realizing how incredibly gifted, talented, special, and unique you are in this world. It's so easy for all of us. We all fall into that trap sometimes. And that's okay. No judgment. I just want to be here today to be the first one to tell you, you can do it. I want to say it to you so many times that you know you can do it. That you believe you can do it. That you can see ways that you can do it. That then when you do look in the mirror and say to yourself, you can do it. You can hear my voice ringing in your ears saying, you can do it. Because guess what? You can do it. That's right. I believe in you. I believe in you so much. I see who you are. What you do. What a difference you being you makes in this world. 
What a great place this world is because you're in it. Not because every day each and every one of us comes up with a brand new uh, thing that's going to revolutionize the world, but because each and every one of us wakes up every day filled with possibility, with hope, and with potential. And we take that day and we turn the potential of that day into today. We make all that could be into all that is. What an amazingly powerful, talented magician you are. That you took the absolute nothing of the day. The day that was only potential until you woke up into it. And you placed you in it. And from that, all of the things that you'll do today are born completely out of your being in the world. That's an amazing thing. You should celebrate you every moment of every day because you do incredible things like that. You're changing the lives of the people around you. And it doesn't matter whether you're a parent and you're at home and you're changing the lives of the incredible little people that have put in, put in your care. Or you're the CEO of a Fortune 50 company and the company is making changes in this world that will rock the very foundations of the planet. On every level, you can do it. And you are amazing. Because you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose. And the world needs you. And guess what else? We're so glad and grateful that you're in this world. That we get to share this world with you. To celebrate with you your joys. And to mourn with you your victories. So that you go further you do more, you thrive, you strive, you succeed, you exceed just by simply waking up today. By no matter what's happened so far today, taking the rest of today and maximizing it to its fullest. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a hard driver, a personality who just doesn't know when to quit and works 24-7. Maximizing today may be as simple as stopping and smelling the roses or taking a nap or reading a book and recharging because there will be a challenge tomorrow too. And maximizing today is all about making the most out of what today is and then also letting tomorrow be ready for what it is when it comes so that you can live as a thriving entrepreneur. I celebrate that in you. Thanks so much for spending some time with me here today. Until we're together again next time, have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. who's on a mission stand out with your brand out <laughs> check this out guys
Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. You are-